You haven't seen. Are you not going to do the dot, dot, dot? Dot, dot, dot. The Amazing Spider-Man 2? Question mark, question mark. And we're back. No, I have not. <laughs> and we're back. We had to round it out with The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. Do we want to talk to him about why we chose to watch The Amazing Spider-Man oh, 2? Oh, wait. I was just asking if we should do a, you know brief synopsis of the film for anybody that hasn't seen it but it's just the sequel to the first amazing spider-man yeah i don't know what else to say about it without giving spoilers i think in this day and age everyone probably knows what the amazing spider-man 2 is you assume a lot but yeah if you don't watch our first podcast on the amazing spider-man one and you'll get all the spoilers you need to lead you into this <laughs> podcast Da-na-na-na-na-na. On The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yes. Let's cut to our reactions before watching the film. I think it's about time we wrap up the Amazing Spider-Man series. We only had one more movie to go. This is also arguably the greatest Spider-Man movie ever to release. And it is Valentine's season, so we'll end it with the most romantic Spider-Man movie to ever release. It was my thought process. Wow. Um, what are your thoughts going into it? What are my thoughts going into it? Uh, I really have no expectations. I was alive when this movie was coming out, and I remember that I was excited because Dane DeHaan was in it, but that's it. And then after I saw it, kind of, like after I saw that it came out, like I wasn't as excited because the reviews were pretty bad. So, what I remember, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I don't remember personally much from this movie besides it being like one of the saddest movies I've ever seen up until that point in my life. I really forget about Dane DeHaan. I forget about Jamie Foxx. I forget about really anything else that happens in this movie besides what a lot of people know about this movie, the main scene, which I don't know if I'm 100% ready for. Well, it is really early in the day for that. I know. It's 3 p.m. We did it super late last time. Now we're going super early. We'll find our way right back to the middle, hopefully one of these weeks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and what other pre-interview questions? I have really not that much. Other. How do you pre- expect, like, how well do you expect to like it, having not seen it in a while? Mm, people keep talking about the writing for Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, so I'm, like, really seeing Who's if people? it. people? The internet. Like, oh, God, yeah, Andrew Garfield did what he could with the writing. I was like, bro, like, I'm going to see if it just, like, fell off from the first movie. Because the first movie, we are not going to talk about writing when Tom Holland's Spider-Man are how they are. Like, do not tell me Andrew Garfield's writing was bad. But we'll see how the second one goes. Mm-hmm. And. Do you have a rating you expect to give it after you watch it? Well, actually, I already know what you You to give it a 10 out of 10. I'm not trying to pre-rate it. You already said in the first interview we did, the first podcast we did, that you had to save the 10 out of 10 from that movie to give to this movie. I'm not trying to pre-rate it. <laughs> Come back but to that. I do have high expectations. I really hope that they're not let down. Now that we just watched the film, <laughs> what are your initial thoughts? <laughs> Here we are and we're back. Hello, everybody. 
Um, you want to tell them why we watched The Amazing Spider-Man 2 this week? This is actually your movie that you picked, so I want to mm-hmm. know why we watched it. We were juggling Valentine's Day movies, and the first one we picked was obviously Brokeback Mountain. And now it was my turn to pick a romantic movie for this week. And I couldn't... I really had no other choice but to pick the most romantic superhero movie ever made. And do you still stand by that statement? There were a lot of statements made previous to watching this movie that we will have to touch on. (laughs) But as of right now, it was interesting watching the movie again, I will say. I, I the said a lot. In my heart that I feel for you right now. <laughs> I said a lot of bold statements in various platforms and various videos before this moment. Mm. I I'm I'm. <laughs> How many times have you seen the film? This might be my third. Oh damn! Really, it might be my second to be honest. So is this like is this like your favorite superhero series or like I was gonna say um, movie but like series? Is this your favorite or where does it rank for you? Dang, there's a lot of reasons right now for me to say it used to be. Holy oh, shit! No! Oh, I'm sorry, diehard Andrew Garfield Spider-Man fans. I, I mean, I'm still, I'm still Andrew Garfield's still my favorite Spider-Man. I'm not gonna lie, but, but man, this this movie was was long. <laughs> it really was. It felt like three movies. I felt like they could have went with one plot line and we would have been okay but they had to go with like three like two villains big spoilers and tragedy you know they had to just go through it again and again like holy shit does it change your opinion on the first movie at all or where do you do you still stand a little bit really How, like in what way a little bit um <laughs> wow uh, this this sequel came through and was like whoa like it it didn't feel like as like epic as the first one for sure yeah um yeah i was like i was a little bit like wow i forgot how big of a role jamie fox's villain was in this i always thought dane DeHaan's was because he's in the scene that like encapsulates this whole movie for me wait which scene is that oh yeah <laughs> I already forgot. <laughs> so yeah, um, I've been saving this this whole day for this very moment right here. I gotta show you one sec. God. Um. Hope everyone can still hear me. So, Kezia, Fuck. I walked in. <laughs> I walked in, and Kezia was like, "What's up?" And I was like, "I, I dressed for today," and she was um. What is that called? What is that called? Not support. Not uh. Didn't give. Didn't not give a shit. at all. Like, oh yeah, cool. I was like, I thought it was a cool outfit. Also, Kira basically picked out this outfit for me, so I'm not gonna take all the credit. I'm not gonna take the credit for this either. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wait, is that actually a Spider-Man costume? Is it actually a Spider-Man costume? Uh, or just no. like a, oh. No, it's just a sweater. But look, I got the, <laughs> the angst. Thumb, <laughs> yes. 
But no, no, because like, well, I guess like his, he would have been wearing like a navy jacket. Mm-hmm. I'm still thinking about that outfit right now. <laughs> He's wearing a navy jacket to hide the Spider-Man. But I was thinking that was like actually a Spider-Man costume. That would have been so funny. Imagine yeah. that you were Spider-Man, but you just, you cut holes into the Spider-Man like hand. I mean, I guess they already have hands, but like, yeah. yeah. Everybody's going to know you're Spider-Man. Yeah. But Sick. yeah, this is this is all Kira though. I'm not gonna take the credit for this. When did you get this jacket? And if you always had holes in there, did you cut them out? This is my costume for Halloween. Okay, see, that's why I thought it looked like Coco. Yeah. And I was like, you're just dressing as Coco again. I guess it's a common outfit. Mm. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But yeah, then we cut the holes, and yeah, no. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> I thought that was fun. Um. Yeah. <laughs> what a movie. Yeah. How does this compare to the first one for you? I think, as you said, it's, like, definitely not as grand as the first one. And I, I could tell that from, like, the very first scene. I don't remember what the first scene was, but it was, like, pretty big. Like, he, oh, he was, like, swinging through and, like, fighting crime. And it just wasn't as big as, like, the other scenes. You know what I mean? Like, it didn't feel like the first movie at all. Just, like, the way they filmed it. Like, the color grading and the lighting seemed different. And mm-hmm. there was just, like... Even, you know, at the end when it's, like, really sad, they have that, like, montage where you see him going through the seasons, like, that, like, wasn't even as angsty as the first movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was weird. Like, I definitely didn't get the same um, energy from it in that way. Yeah, I felt it felt it was a lot more, um, it relied a lot more on, like, computer graphics and, like, it just felt less real and the fight scenes weren't as, like, raw and... Yeah. They, yeah, I, I looked up the director because I was like, it was like so dramatically different to yeah. me that I was like, it has to be a different director, but it's the same director. It's Mark <laughs> Webb. Yeah, but I didn't look up the DP. So I don't know. It might be someone different. There's a lot of uh, Dutch angle shots for sure. <laughs> Which I could feel could like work for this, but it's just like, I don't know. It definitely seemed like the other one was like somebody really cared about Spider-Man. And then this one, like they didn't give a shit. They're like, let's just, you know what? He's went through a lot of shit in the last movie. Let's just triple that in this movie. Let's just make it even worse and wait till the end. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> really just wait till the end. So then everybody's like, holy shit, will he ever get a break? Yeah. Oh, one point I was going to talk about, though, was how many slow-mo shot sequences there were in this. Word. There were not any in the first one at all, were there? Mm. These were, like, quick... <laughs> these were, like, quick silver level ones. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't... Yeah. You know the part when he's, like, getting the electricity and, like, the people are going to start touching the handrails? Oh, yeah, and it's like, like... Yeah. Which is cool. I was, like, legit in Times Square. I don't know if it filmed in Times Square, but I've been on that, like, thing that he saved people from. That is true, though. I mean, this movie was just, like, I don't know what they took. I don't know if they got a bigger budget or less budget or they put all their funding into this really not that great CGI. Yeah, they lost a lot of the essence they had in the first one, for sure. It's really sad. Yeah, yeah, it's sad. I'm not going to lie. Not a fan of Jamie Foxx in this movie. I'm not going to... Ooh. He had way too prominent of a role for this movie. He, like, I appreciate, okay, I appreciate that he had a character. And it was an extreme character. Like, I don't, I can't remember the last time I've seen a character like this in a movie of this scale. You know what I mean? He's a very particular type of taste in the fact that he's, like, so obsessed with Spider-Man. And he's just, he's fucking awkward. He's, like, the most awkward character I've seen in a while in something like this. 
and yeah he has he definitely feels like he's a bigger role than he does in a way which makes his whole like character arc so weird because it happens like really quickly you know what i mean like sometimes you think about characters and you're like oh that's so cool like tarantino movies for instance like oh that's so cool they all have like characters like really cool characters but like it makes sense for his movie because i feel like everybody does but it doesn't make sense for this because he like had a bigger part to me that felt than harry even though i think they were on screen the same amount of time it just was weird something about it his character was weird yeah it just didn't land like the whole time i was like oh my goodness because you don't really understand i feel like i understood more of uh harry osborne's backstory than his yeah he was just like obsessed with people knowing who he was like i guess they were trying to portray him as like a person that you know doesn't get a lot of attention in their life but it just made him really sad and not in like oh i have you know i feel empathetic for him like we all understand that but like i don't know yeah like we didn't really dive into his like any more of his backstory besides like people really ignoring him and not treating him like like with love i guess but like i don't think they showed anything where that showed he was like a really good person yeah you know it's not like he was like bad but he wasn't necessarily like anyone like great like he just he just was like a fly on the wall like yeah it was strange I, i i feel like um lizard from the first one like i could i empathized way more with as a villain and he was way more like real and raw like it was like it was like very like digital like this one I mean, yeah. of course like electro is going to be but it looked bad like, yeah i was like ah man like this is like just too like i just, just didn't feel real because the <laughs> other one you know had the huge lizard man but like he felt real like when i was saying like he felt more real than stuff now so it's like weird seeing this which is like a two-year older movie and like it looks worse he has electricity and everything but i feel like that's easier to do like that's one of the first things you learn how to do in after effects is electricity <laughs> like i feel like you should be able to make it look pretty good i thought you were talking about using electrical powers no <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the first thing you do is you know jump in a vat of eels and yeah. then you know you're ready to go you know everything about electricity at that point how how do you feel as like a juxtaposition to his character in the new the no way home spider-man Ooh, super spoilers oh i forgot he was even in that mm-hmm. i i thought because looking at you and you're like oh my like i thought I no i knew no i knew about. he was in there i knew that he was in there but the thing about him in that movie versus this movie is his hair because <laughs> what the fuck is this hair in this movie like they want us to feel bad for him and like spider-man's like licking his hair over like i don't know feel bad for him it's like dude just shave your hair (laughs) but in the other movie i don't remember but his hair did not look like that homie had a fresh cut in the other one did he really yeah this shit was edged up like fucking yeah (laughs) like he was like jamie fox in the other one i don't know who this guy is the homie in the other one was like some like gangster off the street some like some thug like some dope ass dude yeah and this one he's like some awkward nerdy no you're right Mm -hmm. yeah yeah no like when when he's in because in the other one i was like that's jamie fox in this one i would be like this is a character that jamie fox is playing (laughs) like literally the other one homie's fresh as fuck straight out the barber like fuck yeah that's so funny yeah it's wild i knew that he was in the other one i just wasn't like i don't know i didn't care for his character in that one i didn't really care for in this one it definitely like drew more attention in this one though for sure just imagine him acting like that in the other one I would not be able to handle it. What about um Harry? Or I guess the Green Goblin in this one? Yeah, Dane DeHaan. How was it seeing him? Seeing I love Dane DeHaan. Um, I really love Dane DeHaan. I just feel bad for him. 
this sounds so mean but i think there's some people that are made to be in like big blockbuster movies and there's other people that aren't and dang dehan is like i feel like the golden child indie boy and that's almost where i think he like excels so seeing him in something like this which i think this role is like okay for him it's probably more the direction than anything like i didn't think he was like bad it was just like it's interesting because i know he had like a run in the late teens where he had like um quite a few like big blockbuster movies and like one after the other just failed and i was like this makes me feel really bad for him as an actor because like he was headlining each of them you know but some people just can't carry those movies and not to say that was even his fault i could just tell from the trailer that like i don't know you know what i mean He's not, like, a leading man to you? Yeah, like, in a, I think that he definitely could be in the sense of, like, an indie film. Like, one that's not... Because it's almost like you have to have, like, a presence, a big presence in a way. Like, you have to be, like, Harrison Ford or something like that to carry some of these films. And arguably, Harrison Ford is not a great actor. But he, like, does what he does well. Like, he's not going to give a bunch of range in, in that sort of sense. It's getting real hot in here right now. <laughs> I Lots love of Harrison takes. Ford. Lots of I takes. love Harrison Ford. I would watch Harrison Ford in anything. I love Harrison Ford. No, these are fire takes, though, for real. Do you think it has anything to do with, like, appearance? Or is it just, like, a feeling? <laughs> I love Dean DeHaan. <laughs> yeah. But, like, but like he know. looks, he doesn't look, like, he's a, he has a very striking look, at least to me, you know? Yeah, he, that's not even true. Maybe part of it is appearance. I think also part of it is just, like, he has a... He doesn't have, like, big enough energy to care. Like, he almost does too much. And he's almost too... Does that make sense? Mm. Like, some like some of the leading actors, like, they don't really do that much. Like, if you watch, like... We'll just go back to Harrison Ford so I don't, like, attack anyone else. We just go to Harrison Ford and, like, you're like, oh, his character is just, like... His character is pretty one-dimensional in a way. But, like, you know, the characters that Dane DeHaan is playing, like, he tries to bring more to it and sometimes it doesn't work for things like this that you need to bring like a little bit of the you know 2d but not like it's mostly 1d Mm -hmm. now i feel it's a weird it's a weird line to like to navigate because yeah i don't know like i agree i feel like he is a really strong like side character actor you know I don't know. It's wild. Like the homie Fisher and I were, was talking about it before, and it's like he's in this acting class, and they talk about how like really successful actors just know how to do. They might have like three things they do well, but they can like kill those three things that they do, and just ride their career with like those three things, like and know what time and when to use it. Which it's kind of in reference to like you saying like leading man and like Harrison Ford, like. But I still love Dane DeHaan. This is no hate to Dane DeHaan. Oh, this no, is a sure Dane not. DeHaan love podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, this movie did bring a lot of uh, memorable quotes that I... Was oh, it time for the quotes already? Previously hadn't. Is it time for the quotes already? We might as well wave them out. I've been thinking about them Fuck, this whole time. Right. <laughs> it's time for a quote reading. I know we have the same quote written down for the first one. You go. You're Spider-Man. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what's the way she says it, though? She's like, what is, how does she say it? In what context? She's like, you're Spider-Man? I love that. Oh, yeah. This is when Jamie Foxx is, like, uh, preparing the birthday thing or whatever. He's like, you like that, Spidey? <laughs> I love that. 
This is so also BJ Novak's in this movie, yeah. which is hilarious. I don't know why I was like, whoa, that's so funny. Also, BJ Novak, uh, I'm not even going on him. Well, he, I'm excited for him to release his new movie because he basically came from The Office and came into Spider Man, if that makes sense. Yeah. The same exact dude. Um, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. The same character. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's the same guy. I know that. <laughs> same exact, like, yeah. Um, he jamie fox's character was at oscorp looking something spider-man and then vj Novak was like oh i'm spider-man and then jamie <laughs> jamie fox just said he, he said you're not spider-man he's a leo you're a sagittarius <laughs> which kind of hurt Ike. i was like oh my god he's a leo and you're a sag <laughs> you're just a freaking sagittarius <laughs> you're a sagittarius and actually we both met bj novak so that's why we're probably talking yeah. about him too yeah he came <laughs> we know through. him so well we actually are both part of his next movie it's no biggie it's no big deal he just filmed with an iphone right above my head like we'll see my head in that shot for sure <laughs> be on the lookout for us it's our big break actually been keeping on to wraps for this long but here's the announcement on you haven't seen can't wait till it comes out Okay, what was this? I wrote, I need you back and forth dialogue. It was with Elec- with Electro and Dane DeHaan. Oh, yeah. He was like, why, why do you, um, why should I trust you? Because I need you. Yeah. <laughs> you you need, need me? me? Yes. I need you. I need you. you. <laughs> That's funny. You need me. And <laughs> they went back and forth. It was so, so long. A security coming, like, right down the stairs. I like, need you. Come like, on. You need me. <laughs> Uh, this is hella spoilers, high key. But when Peter Parker and Gwen Stacy decide like they're just gonna remain friends, and they're laying the ground rules for their friendship, so they were talking or whatever, and then she, uh, Gwen Stacy was like, <laughs> and then Peter Parker was like, oh, there's our first ground rule, and then this is what I wrote down: that laugh, it's off the table. <laughs> what? What does that mean though? Because they were going back and forth on like stuff that the other person does that like makes them fall in love with them a little bit more you know oh so it's like God. oh you can't laugh like that and then then Gwen Stacy is like does a different laugh like ha 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 like oh I was like oh my god when I was 14 I must have been eating this shit up oh anymore actually I have yeah I have this written down okay okay how much oh yeah, yeah, yeah we were talking about how um Spider-Man pulls up on uh, Harry Osborn, and he's like, yeah, I can't give you my blood or whatever. And then he gets to the point, and then Daniel, or Harry Osborn's like, okay, how much? How much do you want my money? And then he proceeds to say, I'm dying. You can't make me die more. I, I don't know why I wrote that one down, too. It's in context with everything going yeah, on. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Funny. Okay, so that's the end of the quotes now. But this is something interesting that I've observed with Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield has a way of like every character that he interacts with, he almost makes it intimate in a way. Like the scene with his aunt, like it's almost like holy shit, dude! Like you're holding both sides of her face, you're like caressing her back. Like <laughs> I don't know. It's like I appreciate it, but it's a little bit weird because I don't think I've really ever seen another like actor do that. And, like, I saw, like, a couple interviews of him, like, after watching the first one. And, like, I see that as, like, part of him. Like, he seems to be, like, a very, like, you know, touchy person, I guess. But, like, it's interesting because, like, him and Aunt May, like, he has the same amount of chemistry with Aunt May that he does with Gwen, that he does with Harry. That, like, it's all, it's, like, interesting, like, what he brings to each of those, like, relationships. 
He's a very loving person. <laughs> he's he's made his way into probably my top three favorite actors. Damn. For sure, for sure. What's your favorite movie with him? Oh my goodness, man. I've just been watching The Social Network a lot recently. That's why, like, I I can only think of The Social Network right now. But he was amazing in Tick Tick Boom, which he's apparently Enrique Tomi's Oscar nominated for Best Actor, and all my energy is going towards him to win <laughs> man i hope he wins um we should watch like the oscar nominated like the top oscar nominated ones that would hit yeah. who's down i just thought that was interesting did it not like come across to you that way either like he has equal like he personally has equal amounts of chemistry with each of them i don't see it being reciprocated as much although some of the hairy scenes i was like they're like walking up the stairs and like the way they filmed some of that was just like kind of romantic in a way. I was like, okay, what are they like? Where is this going? The bromance went crazy. Yeah, they were like, I don't know. She's like, this would be interesting. We can see that. It just really made me want this like Spider Man Deadpool movie. Like, I really want that movie so bad. Like, after... With Andrew Garfield specifically. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm putting my energy towards. <laughs> Describe to me your ideal sequel then to the first one. Like, what to you would you want to see? Um, not Jamie Foxx as the main villain. <laughs> um, more, more backstory and, like, having, like, Peter Parker be on a actual, like, mission. Like, him, I don't know. Because, I mean, he, I, I would want his, like, adventure to, like, discovering his dad intertwined with, like, the villain story, you know? Yeah, the way they revealed everything was just not, like, it didn't make sense at parts. Like, I couldn't, sometimes I couldn't, like, follow where it, like, linked up or go. Yeah, it's just so dramatically, like, you just have so much hopes for it. Yeah. Especially me saying it's the greatest. (laughs) I mean, I was like, I know that we have different movie tastes, so that honestly really wasn't a part of it. I was just like, it does feel all over the place with, like... We are going to spoilers now. With the three different, like, plot lines. Like, the, they had two different villains that honestly weren't even that connected to each other. And they gave them equal weight. Which didn't really make sense in the film. Like, they should have just stuck with Harry. And that would have made the most sense. If it was Harry against, you know, Peter. I don't understand why they killed off Gwen. Because it's like, they've already nailed... Like, w- what is that proving? That, like, he should have listened to the dad? Like, so now he's just going to listen to all authority figures. Like, what is that supposed to prove to the audience? You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand what that point does. He's already lost enough people in his life. And it's the same thing as um, No Way Home, where they kill off, like, the, one of these really important characters at the end of the film. And it's like, there's no time for this character to even process it. It's just like, okay, what the fuck, as an audience? You know, that's what it leaves us with. Yeah. I mean, I felt that what the fuck moment for, like, 10 years of my life oh yeah but now rewatching it again i'm like damn okay i feel like i process it and kind of like overcome it now would it make it into your like top 10 most tragic movie deaths no there's uh i'm thinking like what superhero movie like what superhero ones would i definitely think like iron man because you know i yeah definitely iron man would it make it in your top ten? Mm, me personally, yeah, 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 it would. It might have dropped a few notches after today, <laughs> but it'd still be in there somewhere, hanging around like the five to nine mark. 
Yeah, well, I feel like when you don't know that it's going to happen and if that's how you view it the first time, like, it's like, what the fuck? But I've known that for a while, so, yeah. I'm, like, trying to think of other tragic deaths in, in superhero movies, but... Yeah, a lot of the recent ones really Uncle don't ben? hit. What about Uncle... Uncle Ben is in the top five, for sure. And Gwen is lower? In terms of superhero, top three. What, so what's your number one, Gwen? It used to be probably number... Yeah. So your number sure. one most tragic superhero death is... Was Gwen, for Gwen. sure. Gwen. Was. Who is it now? <laughs> Let me think. Let me think. I can't, like... I can't think of any right now. Can you throw some at me that you remember? I'm like... Iron Man. <sighs> I don't even <laughs> know how that cannot be in your top ten. When you've said Iron Man is one of your favorite superhero movies, you've not seen this man struggle through shit. Next death. <laughs> Going back to, like, the trauma and, like, everything, they really, like, make it super heavy on the Spider-Man. But they also make it heavy on, like, the Tom Holland one in the sense that, like, he's been through, like, all these wars and stuff like that. And he's seen a lot of deaths. And, and if uh, like, of all the Spider-Man, he feels the most like a kid. So it definitely, like, you're like, wow, that's that's a lot for a kid to go through. So I don't really understand why they do that every time. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I mean, I think part of me is that's the reason why I like Spider-Man so much because he feels, like, the most, like, real. Because like, of those how, reasons. How many people do you know have, like, witnessed... Their parents, like, abandoned them. Their aunt died. Their, like, you know, uncle died. Their mentor <laughs> died. Their best their best girlfriend. Their girlfriend died. Like, you know what I mean? Can shoot webs out of their wrist. They're, like, 16 years old. Like, Half I mean. spider. It definitely happens. I just am, like, why? Every time. Like, you know what I mean? They've had three, so I feel like they should go a different way. I have a big question in re- relating to Spider-Man. Like, in my eyes... Andrew Garfield, like, transcends, like, the Spider-Man, like, um, Tobey Maguire, when he was first Spider-Man, he was solidified, like, as Spider-Man for his career, and still to this day, I, like, consider him, like, like, Spider-Man, you know, but Andrew Garfield, like, surpassed that, and now I can see him, like, he's amazing in all these other movies, and then I think Tom Holland's, like, in that same vein like tom holland's definitely spider-man but like he's out here doing like other movies too and can like transcend that career i don't know if you feel the same way about toby mcguire and why i think the reason you might feel that way is because toby like that's one of toby's biggest hits and so you're just gonna remember i think it takes time you know what i mean to like figure out what somebody's known for so i think like toby it is spider-man just because like that's what he's most famous for i can't name another movie that he's been in besides like the great gatsby i don't know if they transcend spider-man yeah i feel like at the end of the day unless they do something bigger than spider-man that is what they're all gonna be known for to be oh, honest really like, oh you don't agree you don't agree that andrew garfield mm, and tom holland transcend Spider-Man? no not unless like they win oscars for something else and even then like it honestly has to it honestly has to do with whatever their most famous movie is so, to me, like, when I think about all of them, I do think about Spider-Man. It's, like, the same thing for, like, Chris Evans or, like, Robert Downey Jr. Like, Robert Downey Jr. has been in a lot of different things, but I think everybody's going to remember him as Iron Man just because of, like, how long he played the character. Mm-hmm. You know, even if he does other bigger, better things, which, <laughs> I mean, I don't know, you know. Yeah, no, definitely. Do you have a superhero movie 
that everyone should see? I think it depends on what type of movies you like, you know? Like, you need to let me know what your favorite type of genre is or what your favorite movie overall is, and then I'll try to recommend you, like, a superhero movie that I think that you would like. Oh, I haven't no. seen that that's I'm not going to know. Okay, The Social right, Network. I, really, I don't want a superhero movie recommendation off of The Social right, Network. go, go, go. I want, I want something along the lines of, like, um... <laughs> give me something like black widow let's talk about our favorite movies of recent times black widow did its thing that's we're not even playing the game what the fuck oh you want something not superhero you took a superhero movie i'm supposed to recommend you a super what rush hour you haven't seen rush hour (laughs) hereditary what okay i well that's the thing is there's not like many horror superhero movies but the one coco you just okay well i'm on one right now hereditary oh you got me with one okay hereditary would be like birdman or like uh chronicles i think would be like the closest superhero movie but see neither of those are marvel but those are like my favorite type of like superhero movies i've seen chronicle or like yeah we should watch birdman because that one's fucking great that also is emma stone and i think i told you that i'm down I don't know what other ones there are that are like super i guess like logan that's like a kind of grungy one uh, that's like the most grungy that they really get though for like did um, he die hmm? <laughs> did he die did you watch it no you haven't watched logan i wasn't gonna recommend it but you haven't watched it what we have to watch logan that's definitely one of my favorite superhero Is movies that top five it's top, top whatever superhero movies i don't have top fives in my superhero movies should we rate it it's time to rate the film. Do I go first? Here we go. This is gonna hurt, but yeah, you go first. I feel like I'm being a little bit generous because I do like this Spider-Man. I'm gonna give it a six out of ten. I was gonna say the same thing. What? Oh, <laughs> gosh, that sucks. That's tough. It's like mid ground. I would definitely watch it over like Ant Man. You know. God, I hope. Because <laughs> Ant Man's kind of like a four or five to me, so it's like. Ant Man literally probably is like a legit one to me. Like, I don't, I usually would not rate stuff, but if there's a bottom, it's Ant Man. <laughs> That's literally the worst super movie you've ever seen. Probably. Um. Yeah, this one hurt. I, I, I revoke my statement saying that this is the greatest superhero Spider Man movie ever made because it's not even better than the first one. Would you change your rating for the first one? Probably. First one's a definite. I would hit that with a 10 for sure. Yeah. I forgot what I said last time. I think it's a 9.5. You said 5. 8. Or you maybe did say 9.5. <laughs> you were low and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. You ready to a 10. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. It's a 10. This one is a 6. But really an iconic scene though with Gwen Stacy's death. That shit still. Iconic. Really iconic. <laughs> but yeah yeah it's depressing what's next on the list we should do like a a comedy like a pure comedy yeah or we should figure out how to plan out these like oscar ones oh yeah maybe we do one more film and then we do oscars what comedies do you have that are different ones rush hour okay that are spongebob squarepants you were suggesting the same films 
really want to watch those. Okay, mine, I guess I'm offering up are Kick-Ass, What We Do in the Shadows, or Strictly Ballroom. <gasps> the Bronze. That's actually a fucking funny one in a bad way. It's really bad, but I kind of liked it <laughs> for one scene. <laughs> Fuck. Said too much. Also, this new Pam and Tommy show we're watching right now. Holy shit. There's a lot going on there. There really is. I've heard a lot. I've heard a little bit about it. Yes, yeah, a lot of things to be talking. The Bronze is also an option if you want a very off-putting show about an unlikable character with Sebastian Stan. Wow, wow. We're also Sebastian Stan love podcasts. I guess so. We know so. Do you think we have the same um, humor? No. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to tell you any more about the Bronze, but we should rock paper scissors. Really? Yeah. My thumbs are losing circulation. What are you doing? We're only doing one. Okay, I guess we can do two more. I guess so. Okay, is this the second one then? Yeah. One, two, three. Yeah! Yeah! This will be my podcast where I show you the movie. (laughs) Great rush hour. Gotta love it. All right. All right. See you guys in the next one. Thank you guys for listening. When we watch, <laughs> when we watch Rush Hour. Rush Hour. Mm. Mm, bye.